Hey everybody, welcome to the Coronavirus Noisy Cricket Special. Um, you know, I wanted to talk today about something that kind of hit me hard the other day when I was at the store. Um, I was out and about, you know, making some purchases for the house and and I see somebody that works there. Uh, you know, they're always, you know, there. And uh, we say hello. I don't know, I don't know them very well. And um, apparently, this the, the guy was saying he doesn't get to see his kids during this time. You know, and apparently his ex uh, is kind of holding him hostage to a to a level, right? And uh, it it just struck me, you know, kind of strange the side effects of the, what the corona uh, would would take its toll on. It wasn't even a matter of like money at this point. A matter you, you hadn't thought about. This. I hadn't thought about this. I hadn't thought about you know the the extenuating circumstances yeah, that are created by this situation. Down. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it it kind of hit me hard because I was thinking if it happened to me, I'd be beside myself. You know. So apparently, um, you know, they, they work at this place in the public and they can't, you know, they can't escape it because, you know, when you work in a, in a scenario like this, you can't, you can't go hide in an office. You can't talk over the phone. It has to be done in person, right? And you don't, and you, don't, and you know, you think about the people that are uh, operating these stores that, that you have to go to. Um, I actually thanked them. I'm like, you know, thank you so much for yeah. doing this. And uh, maybe this is what prompted the whole thing. But uh, I was just saying, you know, how you doing during this time? How, you know, is everything going? And then when I asked that question, they kind of like started to, I could see the emotions coming, you know, and I didn't, uh, I didn't know what it was about. I said, what's going on, man? How, you know, what's happening with you? And he was saying, you know, how, you know, his, uh, his ex is kind of keeping the kids from him because he's got to work this job and mm-hmm. has to pay his rent. And apparently the ex is like, uh, well, you know, you're, you're could be sick. You can be contaminated. Could, well, and. and- Honestly, it's true. It's true. I get it. I get it's it. Very, very uh, true. I get it. I get it. But these are your kids. You know, it's like it's like you saying. Um, but you also want to protect your kids. I hear you. I hear you. So but, it's a difficult this this time is a, it's a horrible situation, a difficult situation, especially things like that where you have, you know, if you're divorced or separated and your ex is not you're not together, it makes it even harder. It's one thing for some of these um, people that are your first line workers, right? Your people in the hospitals that, that um, are treating patients and whatnot and they go home and they have to basically disinfect themselves and do all that stuff before they even get there yeah. to, to hug their kids and see their kids. And if um, at least they're able to do this and if they weren't, and you know, like you said, the, the ex takes them away or doesn't even want them to, let's say they do live in the same house. I think, you know, you're, you're seeing situations now where, let's say that person they were living together whatever the spouse is also sometimes saying okay well quarantine yourself to the basement or this other section because we don't even want to take a chance so could you imagine that yeah your your significant other tells you to quarantine yourself in the spare room yeah because you work your job it's like i know it's a horror horrible situation but at the same time you're trying to protect your family so in a way i understand and in a way it's like wait but what a jacked up deal you get to be pay the rent you do you're working the job you're out there you know putting yourself on the front line then you come home and you're kind of exiled to a spare room i I, this is something i never even considered i know that's what i'm saying It's, it's such weird times it's so hard on people and families um, I was just talking to my cousin yesterday and she doesn't work in a situation where she um, I mean, she has her own small business and, you know, not that many employees. But even with her, she's trying to be really, really careful. She was calling me um, as she was, I guess, 
maybe on her way home and she had just arrived home and the girls um she has two girls and and they were happy to see their mom and she's like no 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 don't don't touch me i have to um i have to go wash up and change and disinfect myself basically before you know before you can hug me and they, they're little you know and so they want to hug right. their mom so yeah i didn't even think about that she doesn't even work in a situation like grocery stores yeah. hospitals um transit the transit authority you know all these people that are seriously in contact with lots and lots of people she's in contact with four people and they all try to maintain their distance you know so even for her she's paranoid about okay make sure i disinfect myself before i touch my kids because she's fearful that god forbid i would pass this to my child so you know, I'm going to be so mad if this is all just a hoax. I mean, some sort of it's, elaborate. Don't, don't I don't, like I don't, I don't mean like that. I don't okay. mean like, I don't mean, well, thank you for that. Um, I really don't mean uh, that it's a hoax in the fact that, that people aren't scared or that. Uh, or that it doesn't exist because it exists. Well, no one's saying it doesn't exist. because well, it does. What I'm saying to you is like this. If I said, um, you know, ants, ants are, they're in your house, they're going to kill you. Don't go near them, right? And then suddenly we find out, oh, no, it wasn't the ants at all. It was the, you know, the, the bacteria on the sink. But the ants are the ones carrying it around. And now it's, you know, it's, oh, you, so an ant rolled you, across. I'm just saying, suggesting. like, here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not suggesting anything. I'm just saying th- th- there's two ways to look at this. It, there's, uh, there's the reality of that there is corona. There's no, no question of that. There's actually corona probably 1,000, you know, corona 2,000, all the way up to that number. Who knows how many coronas there are? But you know this one here is the one that's affecting us immediately, right? And uh, we're and so how? But see, the thing is, it, the story has changed so much since the beginning. It started out, you know, they're saying today, as of today, uh, they're recommending the CDC apparently is recommending masks. You know, like oh, now masks are. But see, all this time it's been no nah, masks are this or masks are that. You know, those little paper masks, so they don't do nothing. And now all of a sudden, they're recommending that you wear them yeah. for sure. And well, so, how many days is this? How many days has it been officially? Do you think? Well, since it feels we've like been it feels like six down? years. Yeah, because um, I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not going crazy at all. By the way, it's two no, and I'm weeks. I'm totally totally fine. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I can yeah. hear that. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally not freaking out being at home all the time. But you know, no, I'm not. No, Look, does, not affected you know, at all. I, I, I mean, the, I'm not totally. I'm not. I'm not upset at all. I'm not upset at all. I'm not freaking out. I'm not. I'm not. No, uh, no, I'm not. Very, what, what's, what's it very, called? Calm and sane. I'm not. Uh, uh, what is the word when you're got that loony fever, that inside lockdown, lockdown mode? Anxiety. I, I, yeah, I don't have any of that. I'm totally relaxed. Yes, I can see that. How many coffees are you, are you <sighs> had today? Man, <laughs> I know. You know, I don't see that many people. You know, as it is, like I'm not out and about. Like right. I'm not on the the red carpet every night. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't see people. Whatever. All that much, and we live in a town where the, you know the, the houses are far away from each other. You don't see many people all the time, right. but, and I never, and, you're and, not you, on top of each other. and you never really think about how many people you interact with that you don't even think about. You know, every every, you know, every day or every week. You know, there's people you see. Hey, how you doing? Like this person I saw in the store. You know, I don't, I don't know them that well, but I, I heard their story and I started, and then immediately when they had a chance to release that story, they told me like it was like as if we were old friends. But you know what's really <clears throat> great though is that you asked, you thanked them. And you ask them how they were doing. I think that probably goes a long way. And I think people really need to thank all these people that they are putting themselves in harm's way. They are putting themselves and, and, and maybe they're doing it because they don't have a choice. But the fact is, 
they are putting themselves well, in you know, the cho- What is the choice, though? The choice is this is what you do for a living. But this is your, voca- your chosen saying. vocation, right? They, but they never so you, signed up for this. No, they absolutely not. Absolutely not. Something. But it's like, you know, they, this is their job. Right. And, you, ha- and what, you can't just say, oh, well, you know, I do this, but now I'm going to go take up something else. I right. mean, it's like, but the thing <clears> is, you know, they have to be taken care of. They have to be considered. It is not just like, you know, everybody considers your first responders as you put them up on pedestals and you should because they're there helping you they signed up for that job they noticed that and and they're there to do it they are going to help you the thing is you never really thought about people working in the grocery store people working at a bus station people working at you know at, at the airlines Any, uh, anywhere right now anywhere where you have to be in the front where lines. you're interacting yeah. with people right but that's you know it's really weird though isn't that strange though that you consider the front line Somebody who works in a, in this level, like you know, they're in a market, they're in the, on buses or the yeah. transportation, wherever they are, they're on the front lines of a of a war against an invisible yeah. thing yeah. that you. And, and here's the weird part: I was like saying, you know, I was thinking about, you know, how can I how can I do something, you know, give back in some way. Mm-hmm. You always you know you think about it, when the situation you want to get involved, right? You want like, okay, how do I involve myself into. Um, you know, uh, compensating these people or uh, showing appreciation in some way. How do you do it? And I was thinking, okay, I'll make some food, but I can't give the food to anybody. Mm-hmm. You you can't go and you know give them a little hug and say, hey man, thank nope. you. You can't give them a high five. You can't do it. You can't you can't interact with them very much at all. And I'm like, how how do you do it? How no, do how do but what how do you, you show did, appreciation? What here? you did do was you showed your appreciation by thanking them, by asking them how they were doing, by letting them tell you their story. That I think means a lot i mean i really do i really think that that interaction probably helped that person because what you you go to these stores and you know i haven't frequented i went to one store during this these last um three weeks or so i've gone out one time to a warm walmart and it was awful i mean it was an horrific it was a horrific experience you mean going to walmart yeah one yeah that's that goes without say right but um but just walmart, the you know, fact let's, that, let's address that for a moment you know walmart is a kind of a a, a scat back kind of joint you know what i mean it's like every, every one of them is a little you know a little kooky you know i mean i don't even know how to describe it it's, and i can honestly say i've only been to probably mm, Three, four different WalMarts yeah, in my entire yeah. life, and, look, and, and every and, one of them. And, has and been. Walmart, Walmart. If you were thinking about uh, doing some advertisements on our show, you know, forgive our, our ignorance, but we haven't been to every Walmart. You know, so Walmart. I you don't know, blame Walmart. I know. I know. Well, it's their store. You know, it's their store. You know, the, the, the people the, that frequent Walmart sometimes. I mean, you're going there, you get a good deal and all that, <laughs> but they don't show any respect. Like, like I said, it is a strange. There, to, it's I, almost it's almost like a rite of passage when you go to Walmart. You have to be nutty. I don't know. I'm not nutty, I don't think. And I just went in for one item for my son. I go in to grab this thing and they the people in there are not adhering to any social distancing. So, no. I wouldn't say I would say the majority were not. There were some like me where the guy in front of me, I could see what he was doing cuz I was doing it behind him. Yeah. I was maintaining that 6 feet distance behind the guy that was in front of me yeah. and I could see that he was doing it. To, you know, as he's walking, but then the people in front of him or coming towards him, they didn't care. And then these people that are taking their families to yeah. the Walmart and the kids are running around. I'm like, come on, really? Number one, you're taking your kids, you're putting them in harm's way. Yeah. Number two, think about the fact that you are supposed to be social distancing. They didn't care. So that was the part well, you that know bothered Here's me. the thing. I, like, I, just made wow. a, I just made a statement about people going to Walmart. I, I'm obviously at Walmart. I'm there buying stuff at Walmart. 
Well, you, you know what I mean? mean? So, yeah, but that's but, the thing. You go. It's not like you go with any regularity. I, I, I well, went for I go one more item. often. I go more often than you think, I guess. Because oh. um, as a matter of fact, uh, I think I said a while back when you know, when this first the, the daily the what was it called the lockdown alert the one you called me about when we were on the oh, road. Oh yeah, yeah yeah we were out Emergence, you know uh-huh. yeah we had wanted to eat at some place just right there my son and I and uh, we we went through the parking lot and that was the day I told you. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I told you right yes. in front of the Walmart. You know, like I said, there was some, there was chaos at the Walmart. You know, and it's it was just a heightened level. That's why I wasn't too, you know, I wasn't too concerned when I saw it. But we were driving through the Walmart parking lot, and there was a guy on a quad doing wheelies. I just can't even okay, that. so he's, I, but I, I saw it, and I'm like, I, I, you know, my mind didn't even really adjust to it immediately. Mm-hmm. It was like. Okay, I, I was. It was kind of like, you know, that was the moment that it actually came down. You know, when you told me like minutes before that they had, you know, or maybe a short time before they, they declared a declared state the state of emergency, right? Mm-hmm. But see, the thing is, so I, but I wasn't registering that like at that moment. Mm-hmm. And before you called, it was probably ten minutes before you called when I saw the guy in the quad. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, and I noticed on that day, right? This is a four year call, telling me all about it. I noticed that there was a little more, you know, people were not adhering to the lines anymore. You know, they were kind of darting through the lot. You know, they were kind of going every which way mm-hmm. and they were being a little more aggressive. And you mentioned that there was more people. There was, was more. Like, well, okay. But see, the, the right next to the Walmart is the Costco, right? So there, there's a, the long street in front of all these condos. Uh-huh. And that street there usually can get backed up a little because the, the it kind of narrows from two lanes to one right near the Costco as usual, right? Mm-hmm. Plus there's a gas turn off right there. So I understand how it can get a little block, you know, blocked up. But this street on this day was blocked all the way to the main road. and uh, But I wasn't putting two and two together. I just said, oh, okay, you know, it, this is, it had been kind of talked about in the news. And it, I realized that it was going to be some changes, a heightened level, you know, people out there for the toilet paper. But it literally happened within minutes. But it was just like, you know, it kind of happened. And, and I'm, I'm kind of reflecting on it now and I'm going, yeah, this is this is part of what happened. You know, all these people's you know anxiety and and the fact that everything was going a little you know off kilter at that moment, and that's when I saw the quad guy. <laughs> right? So you know, so I'm I'm seeing I'm kind of I'm trying to get through myself, right? I'm trying to get through this parking lot, and I'm realizing everybody's kind of not following the rules anymore. You know, a little bit. You know, but I said, okay, you know, that's just going to be the way it's going to be for a couple of days until this all gets sorted out. At the time, I didn't know how long it was going to take. So um, I, I in, so when I saw the guy through the like, side of my eye on the quad, I just went, nah, okay. You know, I mean, things have, that's the low level. You know, things have just broken loose a little. You know, I, I, you know, the guy on the quad, well, I don't know what he's thinking. But, you know, I mean, first of all, riding your quad in a Walmart parking lot, that's one thing. Doing wheelies on it, with no helmet on, you know what I mean? And a Pendleton shirt, just like kind of wah, cranking through the lot. I was like, okay. So, but in, in hindsight, now I realize it was, that's when the alert happened. That's when the, the lockdown happened. And uh, that's why everybody was out there doing it. Until you called me, I was like, I had no idea. And then I went up to the spot where we were. We parked the car, went in there. It was very easy to park right in front, obviously. I go up to the door, locked, right? It's the middle of the day. It should be open. It's lunchtime, right? And then, uh, and then, as I'm driving away from the spot, because I'm like, let's just get out of here, because we, we know we, the place we were going to go is closed, and the, the guy on the quad, and there's this chaos going on. Let me, in the corner of my eye, I see a guy with a pickup truck and a 
uh, load full of toilet paper, right? He's got these, the full size, uh, you know, 24 packs. He's got one on top of the, the roof of the truck and the back is full of boxes, right? And I don't know what he was charging, right? But I saw a car like come and make a pickup and then drive away from him. And I'm, and I'm, so this is going on as I'm leaving and I'm just going, <laughs> you know, this is just the beginning. You know, where is this going? You know, yeah. I mean, is there going to be, what is there going to be? What's going to happen next? You know, I, so I, I don't know what, God, the, honestly, thank God things are not worse. Cause I, I, after you had told me that, you know, we started to think about, yeah, envision, yeah, people could go really, really ridiculous. Yeah. And and, and, I'm, and that's what I'm more scared of. I'm not more scared of this virus. I mean, look, I'm, I mean, you have to have some concern for it, right? Because for, I mean, for sure. my, for myself, if it was just me, I'd be, you know, I'd be, it wouldn't, that wouldn't be the same. Um, but, you know, since I have to, I'd be getting sick and then ha- having to come home and bring it to you guys, I have to be much more concerned. And um, I, I know I'm acting strange. When I go out into public now, you know, I mean, I'm well, holding I mean, my, and I don't even think you're doing all the things that I think you should be doing because I know, I know I'm being, I know, I know I'm being way, way cautious, but I know, I, I know you think I should be the boy in the, in the plastic bubble. Well, you know what hell, I mean? I sh- gloves and a yeah. mask. Yeah, I do. I'm I not, mean, you know what? I, I just, just don't do. know. I'm not there. I don't, uh, I don't want to be the that chance guy. chance of you bringing it to us and we all get sick. I don't want to take that. Here's chance. a, here's the problem though. Yeah, under those circumstances, mm-hmm. we really should have a de- de-lousing kind of setup in the house. You know what I mean? We should have an area where you go <laughs> yeah. and you wipe everything down with a t- with a uh, Clorox wipe. Well, you laugh. When you, every right? time and you come home from I the should, market, no, I, I don't even think you realize what I do. You come home from the market and I take Clorox wipes and I wipe the... That's not every time. I, I not every time. You didn't do it yesterday. I 100% did. When I brought the stuff. Yeah. You went okay. out. And then I took Clorox wipes. I wiped okay, out the doorknobs. So, then, I so listen, I, I just want to get to the point where we're being <laughs> ridiculous. The, we're, I don't want to be. I know. We're, I don't want to be on the edge of ridiculous. I don't know what's ridiculous at this point. Okay, because under those circumstances, we really should have some sort of uh, uh, antibacterial gas. We should set up on those little temporary showers up next to the garage, and then when we come in the facility. You know what I mean? There should be like a keypad, like that, and you but go then in there. I have to wipe down the keypad. Everything you and touch, then I have to it, wipe. Down. It'll be, you know, like that. It'll just kind of, you know, it'll blow you with that antibacterial gas. You know what I mean? And you should do the the hands up three sixty. Yeah. You know, boom. Do you know when I went to that Walmart for that one thing? I can't. I didn't touch anything, right? I mean, I went in there. I didn't really touch anything. And but the distance between the the woman and myself, you know, the. Um, I didn't like that because I'm like, you know, aren't you guys supposed to be mentioned? She's like, yeah, well, you know, I can't control any of these people, my, even us. But so there was no respect and, and that was irritating. But she gives me the box, right? And um, I go, I'm in the parking lot and I, I get to the car and immediately I reach for my Clorox wipes and I'm wiping down the box. I'm wiping down the handles, the steering wheel. And Costas in the car and he's looking at me like, what the heck is wrong with you? I'm like, he's like, can I have the box? I'm like, no. See, see, but this is, this is, this is the part that I don't, that I haven't adjusted to yet. Yeah, I know. I don't know how serious we're supposed to go with this. Uh, well, you know what? I'm not taking a chance. No, I hear you. I hear you. But I, you know what? I Like when you came, came home with groceries, I'm like, okay, wipe all of the, everything down. Every single item that you got, I would like to wipe down with. Clorox wipes but the boys had started putting things away I'm like no <laughs> and and then you know I'm like wash your hands everybody wash your hands immediately 
And then I took wipes and wiped down the faucet and wiped so, I know. It, it's it, it's it on the be, verge of, of ridiculous to me. It may be, but... I, I don't... Know. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how far to take it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't want to... I, I mean, I don't want to be stupid, mm-hmm. but I also don't know how far to take it. Like, look, when when there's an earthquake or we had... Let's say we had a fire here, right? We had a fire here a while back. Yeah. And we had a place... We had to go somewhere, mm-hmm. right? We escaped it. Yeah. But this is the kind of thing you can't escape. There's no there's no safe place. Like, but that's not true. No, no. Let's say, for example, you know, like when when you have a uh, forest fire in your neighborhood, right? And you you can say, okay, you can call your parents or your significant other, or whatever, and you say, hey, uh, where are you? Oh, come to my house or friends, mm-hmm. right? They say, hey, you know, your house is flooded. Why don't you come on over? Bring the family. You could stay as long as you want, right? Mm-hmm. And and I get that. I that's where that that comfort safety comes from. Mm-hmm. But because there is no safe place, there's no uh, there's no somebody's house to go do there's no uh you can't invite people to come and stay at your house so they could be safe uh there because you have food because you have enough toilet paper whatever it is you don't there's no there's no seemingly no safe area to go because everyone can have it and um you know you can't invite someone over because you don't know you know even somebody you know like could be your twin sister right and you can't invite them because they've been somewhere they live in a different town and they could bring it with them See, and you, can, you and, and you can't go you over could, there. You could invite them and, and just like like I was saying, some of these people are like, okay, they're family members and they've gone out. They want to quarantine them now. Once they've come into the house, go down to the basement. You're there for no, two no, weeks. No, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But you like, know. let's say, for example, like if, you're, um, if your mom needed to come and stay, mm-hmm. she can't. She can. No, she can't. I would, I would do what I just said. I would say, okay, you're taking that. Yeah, but why room. do that? Why because, do that? Because, I mean. Why, why do that? How's that helping? Because if they come and they stay in that room, mm-hmm. now they're locked in that room. They have the confines of that days. room. Oh, no Let's big deal. for two weeks no and big make deal. sure everybody's cool. Listen. And then that way. Listen, if I'm going to be in solitary confinement, I'll solitary confine myself to my own house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any benefit of me going and staying in my my sister's no, back you. room yeah, yeah. and being a hostage. Well, it's just the loneliness, you know. And that's it's the more, other thing that's happening here, and the stir crazy is that's well, the word I was looking for. Yeah, but it, beyond the stir crazy, I think that you know, from a if you are alone, and I think it messes with your mind, and you get you you are lonely, you do become depressed. You do start to, you know, not move around. My mom was saying, she goes, I feel myself now even moving slower. She goes, I was already getting old and I don't, you know, I walk slower than I used to and all that. She goes, but now I find myself like being slow and and almost to the point of lazy to where she's like, I never sleep in. I never, you know, I get up, I go to work, I do my stuff. She goes, now I'm sleeping in, I'm bored, I get tired. I'm, so it's almost like she has this fatigue, issue with fatigue now where she's like, I never used to be like that. And I'm like, you got to get up, walk around the house, walk out in your backyard, you do some, lift some weights, do something, get yourself but see, moving. You, you have to get yourself motivated for that idea. Yeah, and that's the thing. You you're I mean? alone. You're well, sad. Hey, look, you're... I'll, I'll tell you this, though. I'll tell you this. Um, ever since it started, I've been feeling a little less than, you know? Yeah. And, and, I, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a heavy guy and I need to move. This body needs to move regularly. And I, I didn't realize how much my routine uh, has been affected. I mean, how how much how much that movement, yeah, that bit of movement kept weight off. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though I was going out to eat and going in places and going visiting restaurants and whatever, I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I was staying at a normal weight. Yeah, I put on I put on weight since now. But Everybody check this has. out. Check this out though. I uh, went out to the shop yesterday. Fortunately, I have a place, a little 
uh, you know, shed outside to go to. And I brought my kettlebells. And I did, a, you know, five minutes of kettlebells. And I woke up this morning and I felt great. Oh, that's good. And, and the thing about it is that uh, I don't feel sore yet. I don't know if that's coming. Well, with five minutes, I don't know, but... No, no. Well, considering no, you considering haven't done, haven't done anything. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's probably coming. <laughs> because uh, I'd say about 10 days ago, we went and played tennis you know, at the park. How long ago? 10 days ago, the first time. You, oh, the first time in a say, while. What are you talking about? Okay. And went out there, and I, uh, I felt terrible. My legs felt... Typically, you know, even though I'm a big guy, I can move pretty well. Yeah. And I can chase the ball yeah. typically down. I can do you stuff. Have very good endurance. And, yeah, um, surprisingly, right? Yeah. So, um, anyways, I uh, on this particular day, I just felt like fifty percent of myself, like taking steps, twisting and bending. I felt stiff. I felt you know funky. Yeah. I felt weak. And then yesterday, I you know I have a I'm working on old cars, right? So I need to constantly move them and you know, push them here, or, you know, whatever, lift this heavy thing. And I struggled. I struggled so bad. I struggled so bad to uh, just move the truck five feet. I had to, I was trying to push it just, you know, on a flat surface, you know, into the shop. And I struggled. Did you really? I struggled. Yeah, because you've never struggled. Never struggled with that. And uh, so I'm starting the kettlebells. I'm going to get on the kettlebells. And I, was, I even told the guy, I'm going to get ripped in this thing. Uh, you know what? I'm going to find a way. <laughs> I, I, I see these videos on the Facebook uh, they're typically the the female fitness ones, right? You're and, checking out the female. No, no. Well, I mean, there's, I mean, it's, it's kind of a double edged sword for me. Thank you, uh, because you get to see uh, some incredible workouts. You know, they they, they usually go for like you know uh, uh, glutes. You know, they do the leg workout, mm-hmm. and uh, that's where I like. I like to have you know good legs. I used to have really good legs, and so I, I like to do that sort of thing. And I'm so I started doing it. I'm gonna do the the various types of workout. I, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna go for it. I, I'm I'm gonna do the kettlebells daily. I told you that I was. I think I showed it to you. Um, Sebastian Maniscalco was doing an interview. Yeah, what did, and what you, and I, he, he made me laugh because he he said something that was interesting because he's I guess he had been talking to other people or seeing that oh okay this person's like okay I'm confined to the house you're getting bored you got to take up a, a something learn to do a skill right yeah. like pick up a skill. So he's like, you know, people will pick up an instrument or whatever, do something. So he's looking at this pandemic and he's like, oh, I got to I got to pick up a skill, you know, got to do something with myself. You can't just sit around. So somebody like if you're saying I'm going to get ripped during this. OK, get ripped during this time. I'm just like, you Everybody's know, he's like, you know, I'm going to I'm saying, you know, look, I'm going to take I'm going to do something I haven't done in a long, long, long time. I'm going to I'm going to really try and go for being thin, you know, Uh I just said, you know That's what? That's a great one. Go it's for it. a great one. I'm just like, you know what? I, I, there's all kinds of ab workouts. I never liked to do abs when I was young. Um, I, I should have done abs. I that was the I one area. That was the one area of my body, no matter how thin I was in fit shape, it was, there was always a little bit of a belly. Yep. Because I hate doing them. Yeah. I hate doing abs. I know. I remember. I would try and tell you, oh, do some sit as you like. I hate, I hate no, it. And, I, and honestly, I don't know why to this day that, that feeling of having your stomach area uh, burning Okay, from the from or sore. Honestly, you know? yeah, and I, and, it's and I'd rare hate, for me too. I'd hate the the worst thing is that I used to I used to do it so you know uh, on a spurt. You know, I'd, I'd uh, let's say get serious about it for a while, mm-hmm. and I'd have a soreness all the time in my 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 stomach area, and I would be like, and I try to get off the couch or move around in some way, and you'd feel that pain. I would go ah, yeah. right. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna challenge myself. I'm going to challenge myself to see where I can take this. Okay. Because 
you know, hey, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of being this shape, you know, this wobbly, jiggly area. I hate this. <laughs> and so uh, I hated it for a long time. I've never done anything about it because I've, you know, obviously said, oh, I'm busy doing this other thing. Well, no, but you also honestly have made that conscious decision where you're like, I don't like working on my stomach. But you know Never what? I'm, but I'm going to forget that. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's time to change that. Go ahead. Yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do these kettlebells and I'm going to start doing these isometric exercises, these uh, calisthenics. So the, the um, what do they call it? The uh, what, burpee? Burpees, oh, burpees. and oh, and, yeah. uh, and planks. And uh, yeah. I despise, honestly, I, I, I get you. I despise working on my stomach. I, I don't know why. Have, I don't know I don't why. Mean, I don't like it. I don't know why either. I don't like it. But my entire life, you know, I didn't really have to worry about that. That's probably yeah. why it was my excuse why I don't have to do yeah, it. Yeah, but why the but, stomach? But the, you like everything else though, don't you? Here's the thing though. I've always, even in, you know, my 20s, had a lower back issue. <sighs> Lower back issues? Yeah, and posture issues and all that. So everybody used to say, you included, oh, you need to work on your core because that will help strengthen your back muscles and you won't have, you know, back problems. Because after I would do anything strenuous and um, my back would hurt by the end of the day, you know, it's like, oh, because you don't have a good core, you need to work on your core. And I'm like, I don't want to work on my core. And, And then the next day I'd wake up and... And my back would be fine. And, you know, it's yeah. that was youth on my side. Now, no. I mean, if I do anything strenuous and all that and I work on d- doing whatever it is and it affects my back, yeah. I don't. I can't wake up the next day and be perfectly fine. Sometimes I have pain still. So, Well, you know, I, I've always had a strong core. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how. Uh, well, because, you know, I've always lifted heavy things or you know, been moving around. I've always had a strong core. I can still do, I can do the movements, mm-hmm. but I've realized lately because of you know age or because of lack of use or not moving as much that I've actually had to like tighten my core up to, you know, lift, move around certain things or feel my back ache, the lower back. Mm-hmm. It's, and I think it's because my stomach muscles have gone into some sort of atrophy. <laughs> they really have. And um, I even, I, I was moving around one day I don't know, six months ago, and I felt like a, a weird pain in my low. When I was moving around, I tried to get off the couch, or you know, I was laying on the ground, and I had to get up, and I felt like I, oh my god, is that a hernia? I felt like I could be starting some sort of hernia. Oh, you know what it probably is because it's happened to me what? many times. What? <laughs> it's like you have a spasms. It's like the muscles that you're not, you don't use them ever, and all of a sudden you try to use them, and they spasm on you. And I've had it right where it's like, like where it's a sharp, sharp pain. It, yeah, it's no, pain. no. Well, not even like a sharp pain. It's yeah. just like this pain, and you can't quite move, and you can't quite. Well, breathe, this wasn't that. I've had those. I used to have those, uh, but this was a feeling of like, like the muscle that that was that's there is just so out of shape, so not in you know fit and firm that it literally felt like it was bulging. Oh, rather than God, no, that, rather yeah. than being taught and that like sounds like a hernia. Yeah, 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 that's what it felt like. You don't feel like you know, like when you um you blow a bubble, you know, yeah. like a, bl- a bubble, you know, a bubble gum, and you feel like it kind of you know growing, yeah. extending out. That's what it like on my lower stomach. I was like, what's that? that? But that that's where you get them. That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Thanks for the help on that. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, that's not good. No, I gotta. So I want to get this together. I want to get to, I'm not, look, I'm never going to be uh, uh, good looking or all this, ooh, you know, but you know what? 
maybe one time in my life and actually get it together. So, look, uh, let, we have to go. You have to go to do your uh, your day job. So, uh, let's say um, let's say thank you to all the people that are out there, the frontliners, the people that are out there dealing with people on a daily, yes, and st- sticking with it, including and including your grocery workers, your, man, you know, man. anybody that works in a store where you know pharmacies, any uh, transportation people, freaking even Uber drivers, and all these people that are they have no choice; they have to go do their job and i think that their employers specifically really need to understand that and pay them for it and, and you know also provide them with you know gloves and masks and things like that to help them i really just i really wish i want to implore people to step up their uh, understanding yes you know their empathy compassion and empathy, empathy yeah. mm-hmm. and i think that's what we really need right now absolutely okay and i think this and thing thank your people whoever's helping you Thank them. Do what you did. The, this Just thing, this thing of like of, of holding your your what you can control hostage from the somebody that you were involved with. You don't like them. Uh, there's probably reasons why you're not no longer together. But you know what, man? That you got to have some more understanding. Mm-hmm. That that's not that's not even right. Mm-hmm. You know, saying that you oh, oh you know I mean I get it I get it you you know the you're afraid that you're going to get the kids sick or you're going to get sick. I get it. But you know what. That's just not cool, man. No. No, to hold your your children. And thank goodness, though, I mean, that this happened in this day and age because now we ha- at least have the ability to have FaceTime and Zoom right. and Skype and things like that where you can see somebody. Can you imagine if this was a time where you didn't have any of that? It would be so hard. Oh, I think people would be going insane if you weren't at least able to communicate the way we are now. So... Yeah, I, you know I'm not a I'm not a violent guy, but I swear to goodness, man. Yesterday when that guy told me that story, I was like, man, I wish I could help you some way. I, I was just very upset, and I, I don't even know why uh, I was so upset. I was just like, because you were showing empathy. For I was that just like, I was you're like, putting yourself in how that dare position you? and go, yeah. How dare you do that mm-hmm. to this person? This person's you know out there doing what they have to do. Mm-hmm. You know, to pay your bills, to keep food on the table, to have a kids. place for the kids. But it's like the, that person was playing the game against them. Look, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? We don't like you, okay? And uh, we want to make it really hard for you to see your kids. And, you, you know, you're working at the job you're working at. Now so you I've can see those really kids. Legitimate excuse and I've got this excuse. Yeah. And now we're going to put the screws to you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I really just, I mean, that injustice like that, that kind of, uh, that hard gameplay. I get, I don't know what this, I mean, honestly, I don't know. Maybe the, the guy that I was talking to, maybe he's a complete, you know, jerk. I don't know. But that's still, that, that was a, that's a new level but of you, cruel, But man. that's the thing people don't realize. You're not just punishing them. You're punishing the children too. Yeah. I mean, that's what you have to think about. Stop thinking about yourself. Stop thinking about the relationship you had with that person. Think mm. about who it's affecting. And it's your kids. And why do you want to do that to them? It's crazy. Look, so uh, look to the frontliners. Thank you again. I don't, I don't know how to show you any appreciation other than saying what you know, talking to you. But I don't talk to show everybody. Show respect. Yeah. Show your gratitude. So thank look, them. when this all turns around, um, I, I want to think of some way of showing some appreciation. I don't know, mm-hmm. uh, Starbucks gift card, uh, free pickles for life. I don't know something. Don't know. But if anybody could think of something that uh, that you know we could can be done. Please let us know. All right. Uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, if you like what you hear, you like to, uh, checking out our social media pages, and uh, like if you can, subscribe, uh, listen to the show, check us out. Thank you very much for listening. I uh, hope everything goes well. Be nice to each other. We'll talk to you again soon.